I'm definitely not where I want to be yet, and I'm just a big destination person, which has like been the constant struggle throughout my life to just be like, hey, Dimitri, enjoy the journey. Are you 20-something years old? Were you 20-something years old? Are you going to be 20-something years old? Then I'm glad you're about to listen to this podcast. It's honest. It's silly. It's the closest thing I've found to a support group for being 20-ish. I've always been anti-structure, but I think that's probably why I've always just been all over the place, like... Because you need structure. I, I fucking need structure in order just to be a fucking human being. Uh, the concept of being dropped into a city where you don't know anybody, in a job that's new to you, in a transitional time where a lot of the people that you just spent the last four years of your life with are now hundreds, thousands of miles away. My name's Austin Beaton, and this is Hindsight 20 Something, the podcast. <laughs> Like pretty much my entire life. Try to take over the world. The heightened financial turmoil that we have experienced of late. It's coming up. Population Iraqi freedom. Life they is about to change, in some cases dramatically. They don't. Now down 40%. I don't think the government is going about it correctly. I definitely feel the same. The same thing we do every night. Why am I awake? I'm useless. These were the ingredients, all of which are American dreams. Dimitri Voitilla is branching out like it's perpetually spring. So says his Instagram bio, Twitter bio, and a line from one of his spoken word poems that I saw him perform the night before we recorded this episode. Dimitri is 25, and he does things big. His energy, his smile, his curly-ass hair. Despite his youth, Dimitri's lived a lot. Traveling, photographing, doing social media for the Laugh Factory filming ads for businesses and friends and a music video for the band Vista Kicks, running D1 track cross-country, delivering Teslas, giving massages. Dimitri and I talked in my bedroom the night after a house show and birthday party for our friend and my partner, Mariam. You won't want to miss Dimitri getting excited about Nordstrom, getting excited about my questions, and getting excited about not getting too excited about the destination, but the path leading to it. Let's go. Dimitri, welcome to the Hindsight 20 Something podcast, where we chronicle quarter life crises uh, here in the studio, aka my bedroom. It's looking good. How are you feeling, Dimitri? Excellent. The, feeling excellent. You, you said this is your first time on a podcast. Yes, everyone, let it be known Austin is taking my podcast virginity. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. That's the title. Um, <laughs> I love it. So, Dimitri. Uh, how do you let's start? Let's start as basic as we can get. Talk to me, baby. I, tell us your name because I I'm not 100 percent sure how to pronounce it. No worries. So my name is Dimitri Nicholas Voitilla. Uh-huh. Um, Nicholas is spelled N I C O L A S. So I thought that was kind of a mix mix up. Like first, yeah, like, Nicholas. Yeah, yeah, first like 16 or 17 years of my life, so I'm spelling my middle name wrong. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh shit, that's not how it's spelled. <laughs> Dude, that'll fuck with your like identity. Yeah, but it was cool. It was also tied as like, yo, the innovative version of Nicholas. Not that other Nicholas names are like not innovative, yeah. but just how many N I C O L A S do you Not see? a ton. Is what do you know how to spell what is Nicholas Sparks? Do you know how to spell his? Like Dude, guy? I don't know. Okay. He's I a guy. Like... He wrote like the notebook and all oh, those like rom coms. Pro- oh, Nicholas Cage is probably spelled that way. Oh yeah. I think. Yeah. Do, do, if I'm looking you, it up right now. I'm curious. Yep, it is. Boom, baby. Which one? Maybe that's why I like it so much. Nicholas Cage is. I think of Nicholas Cage. It's like Nico subconsciously or <laughs> something. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, but, man. If you so you, people usually don't shorten middle names. I feel like that's like kind of rare. But if you would, what, what would you be like? Nico? Would you be Nick? Dude, good <laughs> question. Yeah, really yeah. good question. Yo, I don't know. I don't really like feel like I'd be a Nick, uh-huh. but. Um, but I also don't feel like I'd be a Nico. So oh, of the, of okay. the two, I'd have to go with it'd have to be Nick. Honestly, I'm a, I'm a huge I'm biased. I'm a huge fan of full names. You know, like yeah. if you, if your name's like Benjamin and you want me to call you Ben, I'll do that. But I like if you prefer Benjamin, like I'm hyped about calling you Benjamin. Yeah. You know, I, I vibe full with names that. just feel home. Yeah, I mean it's what it was what was bestowed. Mm-hmm. You know, is what was given. Amen, brother. Yeah, amen. I like that. Um, so Dimitri. Yeah. How old are you? So I'm 25 now. Okay, you're Quarter 25. of a century. Quarter of a century. It's a good life. Do you feel like you've gone through a quarter-life crisis or a number of maybe smaller quarter-life crises? Awesome question. Um, I think the mini ones for sure. Like, I think as you get older, you, like, um, just, like, 
inherently like you'll start to question yourself and, and what you believe in and who you are. Yeah. And even further who you want to be. Yeah. Um, so, so yes, I do think I have, okay. I do think I have, um, yeah, absolutely. Okay. And so you, how would you identify, like, what is your, what, do you know what your Instagram bio says right now? I don't think I remember. Oh, it's, uh, catch me branching out like it's perpetually spring. Okay. Which is awesome because we actually had, we had a house show last night in this, in this house downstairs. That happened. Dimitri performed a spoken word poem, which was awesome. Is that what you, what would you call a spoken word poem? Was it yeah. like a rap? Yeah. It was like a spoken word, I think more yeah. than anything. Yeah. Yeah. Which love are, poetry. Totally. I would love to get your take on genre later. Totally. Um, Let's do it. But so that line, you, that was a line from the poem, right? Yeah. About your Instagram bio. Yeah, exactly. Out, like it's a nice catch. Yeah. yeah. yeah I yeah. totally even forgot that. Yeah. I was just like, I like this. But yeah, it is actually in the poem as well. Um, and I play on the whole Dimitri, like the ending of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. And I think something, I don't know, uh, I think like for me, I, I like symbolism wise, the uh, evergreen tree is the tree I use too for the like di- the tree part of Dimitri. Yeah. And evergreens have like a really special place in my heart. They always feel really homey, even though I grew up in California. Yeah. In San Diego, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And and, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's just a beautiful tree, like with uh, a homey feel. And I think it's because I relate it to like going up to Washington and oh, like nice. getting to hang out with my family up there. Oh, cool. And the Oregon area even too. I have a family in Oregon. No shit. Yeah. That's so awesome. That's what's cool. I think that's why I use the, the evergreen. It's well, also just a gorgeous tree. Totally. What's awesome too is like while Dimitri's saying all this, it's just super like super intently looking at me like right behind him is a uh, a fake tree <laughs> the irony yeah uh, i didn't uh, even think about that <laughs> yeah so i have a uh, a fake christmas tree in my room at all times i call it an oregon tree though uh some from oregon not a lot of fir trees here in california yeah, yeah. so it's like uh it's kind of like my way to uh kind of maintain or, or retain what what i had before um growing up where i grew up that's cool. I didn't know you have family in the Northwest. That's awesome. That's so, cool. so okay. That's your Instagram bio. What? Give me three words. What are you? You're definitely a creative guy. Um, I don't know you super well. Yeah. We've maybe hung out in person. What? Like maybe like three times. Three. Yeah, I was thinking three. Yeah. yeah. Three times. Yeah. Two dude. of those times were for like house shows. Dude, which is straight sick. up. But yeah. we're getting our moment now, and that's what counts. I'm totally. like all about it. It's long overdue. Totally. And yeah. Long you live overdue. In, you live in Santa Barbara, right? So I've hit you up a couple times, rolling through. Yeah. Haven't been able to link up. You're in Europe, which is cool. Yeah. Want to get to yeah. that. Um. So let's. So you feel like you've had a core life crisis. You're creative. Yo. You write. You're a poet. Cinematographer. Love cinematography. Okay. Would yeah. You, would you identify as a cinematographer or as a cinematographer just something you do? Yeah, that's a, I think, uh, yo, great question. Identifying as something, um, like I identify as like, I don't, I think I would describe it as like, I'm really just passionate about this something. It gives me life. Yeah. Um, it's, it's something that like, I think when you can find yourself just immersed in something fully to the, you even said this earlier today and okay. I loved it. Okay, You're like, I just start editing and then I like lose track of time. Oh yeah. yeah. And I think that's such a beautiful thing that I could really relate, relate with. Like yeah. that's when I think, you know, something's really dope is when right. like when you're doing it, Time just ceases to exist right. anymore. Right? You know, right. Like you're just going at it. Right. Um, Which is a whole psychological phenomenon, right? It's called yeah. flow. Yeah, I've heard about this or yeah. read about this or something. Yeah, like it's basically like there's a like a an X Y graph, right, with flow, where like if the task at hand is challenging enough that you're like you have to be engaged, but yeah. it's not too challenging that you're just like frustrated. Yeah. Like that middle zone is called flow. Whoa. That's when you lose sense of time. Yeah, I it's, feel that. It's pretty nuts. You have businesses like really cool ones like Patagonia and stuff that really try to um like implement that into their like business. Yeah, yeah. So their employees, like one of my uh one of my colleagues he used to work at a cool like science education company and they would they would have like mandatory like um they call them like deep working hours where okay. like you couldn't like hit people up or ping them about something because they were trying to like manufacture like flow where they're like deeply in their work that's sweet yeah 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 how would one do that at a big company that's interesting yeah i think it's a challenge yeah for sure imagine. you have to give them and they have to have jobs that authentically get them pumped you know totally but that'd right. be, that's a really good it's a really cool it's a really cool point yeah so okay you so what do you, you get into flow with uh, what so from end to end creative process? Do you like to shoot video? 
Yeah, so I do like being able to be aware of like the end-to-end process. Yeah. Primarily because I think it gives you a more like holistic look at what you're actually going to create. Mm-hmm. Right? Like if I understand the filming aspect of it and I understand the editing aspect, yeah. since they work so closely hand-in-hand, if you can like... I think it just makes you more holistic because you can be like... Um, okay, I have an idea of what the scene looks like, but then you can be realistic about like, okay, this is how I would realistically shoot this scene right. and edit this scene, right? Totally. You can like see it in your mind's eye sort of thing. Yeah. And, I, and I think that's big time because like if you try to like direct something and you don't know like anything about the shot or anything like that or what you're looking for yeah. and how to create that, how yeah. to make that vision in your head come to real life, yeah. um, I think is like... Yeah, I think that it's super important to understand how to do that and how to shake hands on that. Absolutely. Yeah. I like that a lot. Thank you. So what how did you get involved? What was your what was your like entry point into like creativity? Dude, that's honestly that yeah, that's that's a good question because I I've never thought about that question um deeply and I think um for me like, I don't really know when it started. Honestly, when I reflect back, I think it was, like, high school because I started with just, like, filming myself. Like, I enjoyed just being exuberant in front of a camera. And just, yeah. like, usually if it related to music to them or something, I'm dancing in it. And that was fun for me. It was just playful. Good time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then it started to transfer into this, like, um, more like I wanted to shoot. Like, honestly, my this is just this is my, this is my opinion. But, uh-huh. like, I think the music video is like the epitome of art. Yeah, I've heard you say that. That's like what you fucking... You just I just love for. the music video. Like, I love yeah. Michelangelo's David, of course, but like the music <laughs> video, you know? What are... Give me some Give me some top music videos. Yeah, yeah. It's also a great follow-up question. I think, like, for me, um, Home and Consonants comes to mind. It's by uh, Tropics and, like... Oh, shit, okay. Yeah. I've, I don't get any of that. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, it's yeah. like more of an alternative band. Okay. Um, and I just love that music video because the storytelling component. I like the metaphors in it. I love the way it's shot. I like oh, a really big fan. Excuse me. It's super bias of the like. Um, basically, it's the effect where like someone shoots you. Yeah. And, and uh, it looks like it's in slow motion, but it's yeah. going to the music. Like, so it's in real time. Oh, that's so cool. So it looks like they're moving in slow motion and singing in slow motion. Like, you can see it on this music video. You can see it. The Weeknd uses it sometimes in mm. some of his music videos. Rappers do that as well. Did did, um, did Coldplay do that with, uh, what's that song? Did yeah. they do that with Yellow when he's on, or uh, Lights when he's like on the beach? Dude. That close of his face, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think, I know Yellow for sure. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. But they actually did that in reverse, which is way more impressive. Yeah, Because you had to memorize right. the song yeah. in reverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, I think it was faster too. Like, dude, mad respect to him. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. That's hard because you have to like listen to how the words sound backwards and yeah. say it backwards. Yeah, Isn't totally. That insane. It's insane. Yeah. Okay. What else you got? Um, you got two other music videos for me. <laughs> yeah. So, um, okay, cool. Let's see. What other? Um, I really like Young Thugs. Um, it's like definitely like a really iconic one. I think it's a. Uh, because I think it's just iconic because of the way that it's sh- like shared. Yeah. Because you think you're gonna watch this like music video about a rapper and like um. And like it's just gonna it's gonna be like the classic rap video, right? Yeah. Um, but instead, it's a story of how the person tried to film it, which is really cool, especially lo- like liking cinematography, where like literally the story is told from the cinematographer's point of view because they're telling a story of like how it was shot too. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, it's a Wyclef Jean. Oh, it's a nice. Great one. Wyclef Jean. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he was in. Uh, what was he? Was he in Hips Don't Lie? Shakira. Dude, I think so, yeah. That was a great song, too. He was also in... Um, Shakira, yeah, dude. I'ma a- tell you, like you tell me. Exactly. Don't lose anything around me. Singing dollar dollar bill, y'all. I think he's <laughs> featured in that song. I think he is. The sweetest girl. I think so. Yeah, yeah, Wait, can we time out real quick? I'm gonna Absolutely. go fill this up with water. Yeah, get some water. In the meantime, can you tell the people... <laughs> um, I want you to tell the people while I'm gone. Uh-huh. I can't leave them waiting. You know? Okay, yeah. This is what I want you to tell them. I mean, it's like we can't. We don't have the tech. We're we're on a we're on a low budget. We don't have technology to like pause it. No, we don't. Yeah, we don't have. We techno- can't do that. No, we can't. Yeah. They need the people need to be yeah. informed and entertained. Or while like the, I'm out the on beat intermission. Po, it's just one run. Yeah, yeah. Which is a which is a farce, by the way. The whole like oh, like Jack Kerouac wrote on the road with one try. <laughs> it's so not true. Uh, he edited the shit out of it. Yeah, you have to edit. I know you have. Or it's ass. Yeah. Wait, you want me to tell the people? 
They just they just make it look so easy. Yeah. So really, I think what I want you to tell the people <laughs> is um, what you're looking for the uh, what you're looking forward to the most uh-huh. in the future uh-huh. creatively. Go. Okay. I'll be back. Okay. Cool. See you, Dimitri. I love you. Wait. What are you getting again? Are you uh, why? Nah. I'm still on this coffee. I'm still on this americano. Thanks, man. Okay. So, uh, yeah, this commercial is brought to you by Dimitri. Uh, he wants me to tell you what I'm most excited about craving in the future. This podcast for sure. So we did the hindsight 20 something book in it, it launched. It officially launched actually on Halloween, which I think is pretty sick. Unintentionally, uh, Halloween of 2018. Um, and we just, uh, promoted it, uh, you know, chronicled these quarter life crises. I worked really closely with each writer to edit their personal essays about what it meant to be 23, 24, 25, 26. Um, because I really felt like there's kind of this drop off period. And like when I, when I moved away from Oregon and, you know, talked to my mentor, Keith, who I was close with, we were talking about the next steps and he's like, look, man, like there's all these structural orientation programs for people, students, you know, in high school and college. But the real transition is when you just like are done with that and you're just working. And I knew it was going to be crazy and it was, but I didn't, I didn't see that reflected that much in the media. Like I felt like there's this, there's this like Canyon between like stories about kids in college and then like all of a sudden it's like, Oh, now they're like 28 or 29 or 30. Like, and I feel like that's when creative or like, you know, people our age, or excuse me, not people our age, but young, young, uh, young, uh, innovative people start to get attention. And it's like, oh, Aziz Ansari, he's like 32 or whatever. Or like, oh, like Lena Dunham. Or, um, you know, you have your your unicorns, of course, like Billie Eilish, who's killing it. I don't know if you've listened to any of her stuff. Yeah, you, were, you were jamming to it. Yeah, time. yeah. She's like 17, which is nuts. But oh, is she really. But that, that telling these stories about people in this age range, I think is really interesting because it's just a funny age range. And like, whether it's Carrie, uh, the, the character, um, I'm blanking on the actor's name, of course, but she's amazing. The, the protagonist and narrator of, uh, sex in the city, um, whether it's her talking about, like, I can't remember the line I'm going to butcher, but something about like twenties where you make the mistakes, thirties where you like pay for the drinks, like forties where you, whatever. And like. Time and time again, people are like, oh, my God, your 20s are so fun, but they're so crazy and they're so hard and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, let's, like, be more specific. Like, let's tell these stories. Like, what are these – what are what are my friends doing? What are your friends doing? That's what I'm excited about in the future creatively is this podcast. So, um, Dimitri is back. Do you have water? Yes, man. And also, I just want to say I caught the last half of that. Wish I, I wish I had a clone so then I could have heard it and gotten water at the same time. That would have been cool. That would have been really cool. But – regardless like the last half the last half on the money i totally feel the same way being specific i think breeds uh, the ability to be re- relatable and i actually just like started thinking that in the last like two weeks which is ironic that we're having this and you're saying that's something you're excited about uh creatively totally so. especially because what i texted you was it the day before yesterday i was like dude i want to be like you you got we gotta do a podcast yeah okay. yeah this was spontaneous yeah so um, i like it something's happening Totally. Something's a brewing. Totally. And like what's awesome is I think a theme that I've seen <clears throat> in terms of, you know, creative successes and just doing shit is just literally that, right? The difference between people who do stuff and don't is just that. Um, all we're doing is we set up some mics and a laptop and a preamp and we're talking. And a, and an or, what is it? An Oregonian tree? Oh, yeah. The Oregon tree, dude. The I appreciate that. I, I appreciate the respect. I don't like it when people call it a Christmas tree because it's not. Now, what about it looks Christmas to you? Actually, to his point, there is nothing on it. It's yeah. just a plain tree. It's just a plain tree. But we tree. just, you know, culture we associate it with. Yeah. We're like, oh, that's a Christmas tree for sure. Exactly. So I... Uh, Talk you, to me. What, what are you looking at? I'm, so I'm on, I'm on wikipedia.org. Okay, I see you. Um, and there are... There's a music video that I just saw. Okay. So I don't fuck with music videos that much. Um what I really love actually is going on YouTube and watching like tiny desk or like, uh, yo, those are amazing yeah, too, by the I way. I love that shit. Yeah, that's, that's really what cool. I really love. Um, yeah. there are a couple bands I love that do cool music videos. Like one of my favorite bands are called generationals. They're, they're oh, I think I've heard of them. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're like a, uh, like, uh, like kind of like 
electro pop uh, alternative duo from New Orleans. Oh, cool! And they do some cool shit. Yeah, they do some fisheye shit. Oh, tight! They, they okay. have this cool video for the song Spinoza, which is a cool title, right? But this, these are music videos, though. Yep, okay. music videos okay, cool. where like. Basically, they follow one of their guys running around New Orleans all day long. He, like, legit ran miles and miles that oh, day. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll show you. It's dope. People should check it out. But music video I was just shown was um, the music video for Turn Down for What? Oh, yeah. It's a good one. It's, like, iconic, right? It like, is iconic. Know it. Filmed and, really well, too. Yeah, right? I think it's, about some of the shots. Yeah, like, and it was awesome as the guys who did it. It's Daniel Kwan and Daniel Shine, Scheinert. Mm-hmm. Scheinert. And they're known as Daniels. Okay. And so they actually, so like everyone's seen this music video, you just check it out. It's pretty nuts. Like it's really aggressive. It's pretty hypersexual. I'd say it's a feminist music video, music video, video, video. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. Um, and it's, it's awesome. I love that it's paired with Turn Down for What, too. Um, yeah. I, love that I feel like video. the pacing of it works really well with like, because like that song has so many crazy drops. It but, does. Great song. But basically, the da- Daniels got like really famous through their music videos. Okay, cool. And um, they released a movie in 2016. That's pretty crazy. It's called Swiss Army Man. It's on Netflix. Yo, I've seen it actually with Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's right? really interesting. It's kind of like a like reimagined Weekend at Bernie's, where basically it's like a dead guy maybe hanging out with a a dude who's obviously going through some shit. Um, yeah, the acting was amazing too. Yeah, oh, totally. I was super impressed. That was an in, that was an incredibly challenging role to play. I bet. Yeah, and he nailed it totally. And yeah. I think that, um, I think it's perfect for Daniel Radcliffe too, because like he has the like fortunate and unfortunate reality of just being typecasted as Harry Potter for the rest of his life. Yeah. No, Daniel knocked it out of the park, totally. dude. Like, what a better, like, no better way to kind of try to break that and be like, I'm a fucking dead guy. Like, I'm not Harry Potter. <laughs> I agree. You know? Yeah, I agree with you. Although Harry died and then came back, so I'm sorry. we're always making those comparisons. Yeah. Yep. Spoiler alert, sorry. Spoiler alert. SOS. <laughs> Maybe that's what you should make the title. No, who hasn't seen Harry Potter? Yeah. Probably a lot of people, but... Nah, whatever. They're, probably not, they're probably not listening to this podcast. I know. I gotta run the data on that. Yeah. Um, so okay, we talked about video. Let's talk about your career, which cool, is a, a word I don't like. But okay, what makes you say that? I think it's a word I don't like because it's a thing I don't like. Career? Uh, yeah. And I think it's because my relationship I've been trying to work on my relationship to work. Okay. Yeah, because I think I, I grew up in a um my parents, um, <clears throat> I don't know. It's interesting. My dad, he dropped out of college and, um, the narrative and he works at the same job he has. Okay. Um, and he's, he's had promotions and stuff, but he works at the same company yeah. for like 30 years and he x-rays like airplane parts. Pretty interesting. Oh, cool. They contract with Boeing. And, Whoa. I'd love to pick his brain. Yeah, totally. Um, but it's like, like he'll tell you it's a blue collar job Yeah, and he, his narrative, he spun me my whole life was like, you're going to go to college. You're going to graduate. You're not going to mess up like I did. Okay. I see you. Yeah. And then my mom, what she kind of told me, she's like, yeah, I studied psychology, but I never really knew what I wanted to do. And then, she worked at Nordstrom and loved it. And this Yo, was- wait, your mom worked at Nordstrom? Yeah. My mom worked at Nordstrom. Oh, That's hilarious. That is epic, dog. <laughs> yeah. How long did your mom work at Nordstrom for? So she worked there for 25 years. Yo, my mom too, basically. <laughs> yeah. Was your mom a manager? Sales um, manager, like retail, or was it like corporate? Uh, like retail, retail. My mom too, dude. That's dude. Awesome. That's a hilarious <laughs> connection. I didn't know we had. Yeah. Hi, man. I don't know if I've ever met anyone else who's like parent worked at Nordstrom. No, straight yeah. up. But I love how it's our mom. <laughs> yeah, dude. Shout out mom. Yeah, let's go. So basically, dude, my mom's story. She started working there in uh-huh. high school in like uh what, like early eighties, and um, she fucking loved it. She was really good at it. She has great people skills, great dude, customer same with, service. Dude, I love it. Our yeah. moms will be best friends. What is your mom's... So, like, what's your mom's take on Nordstrom? Oh, she she's a firm believer in, like, in like customer service. Yeah. Because my mom is so beautiful and accommodating. Like, yeah. she she's, like, she's so selfless inherently. And she just brings that probably to that, like, customer service-focused culture at Nordstrom's. Yeah. And it just happens to be with retail, like, clothes. Yeah, totally. But my mom's just, like, good at making friends with people. She just... Yeah. She loves people. Yeah, And yeah. so that's, like... That's, like... I, I think, think it just transfers for her. Like, what yeah. about your mom? Like, Because yeah. it sounds like your mom's the same way. Exactly. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's funny. Probably that's where we both get kind of our sociable um, tendencies, right? Um, Yo, interesting. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. My mom, so she, she quit working for Nordstrom... 
and uh, she because she wanted to like hang out with me more. So like, Dude, so she started working it. for the school district. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, now she works in special education. Cool, um, which well, is pretty cool. Go. And she's starting to like, and she went back to school and got her degree. We actually graduated the same summer, which I think is pretty sick. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Let's go, Mama. Shout out, Sammy. Sammy, Sammy Beaton. Um, but we. So yeah, like I, I've seen her kind of really lean in and enjoy her work. But I also, I think most of my life I was like, ah, like work's just something you have to do. Yeah, I feel that. And I'm trying to like, I'm trying, and it's all about mindset, right? Like, yeah, I'm trying to figure out like a healthy approach that isn't just the opposite, which I think I had for a while, which Absolutely. I think, I don't know if it was you and I talking about this, but like, you know, like the, the, well, I think it was me and Kyle talking about this Yeah. Um, on, on a, a previous episode um, of this podcast, which is like, whether you conform or don't, or like struggle or like succeed or thrive or apathetic. Like I think one reality I've felt so hard as a 20 something is like the architecture of capitalism is there and it weighs you down and it's like, you just can't escape it. And I think I thought I could. Oh, interesting. I was very like, Oh, like, you know, and I know you, you, you're like an entrepreneur and stuff, which is awesome. Thank you. But I never thought that way. I was always just like, Oh, like I'll just like, I think my dream was kind of like, I'll just work a day job that like is kind of easy and then like write at, at night and then like become a famous author that makes millions of dollars. Which you can, it's but just not as easy as yeah. we always thought it would be, you know? Yeah, like, right. Totally. Yeah, yeah, just working at it and stuff. Like, totally. You feel it. Yeah. So that I think that's why I don't like the word career. Um, interesting. That's yeah. super interesting. Yeah. Tula and Sammy need to meet. Yeah, uh, dude. That's epic to me. So cool. Yeah, my mom, um, so she was, she loved it, especially like in the 80s. Yeah, because that's when like that was during like Reaganomics. Yo, People straight were up. spending shit, right? Oh, yeah, like, dude. And she worked in like Women's Active, and Yo. she just loved like or like she. I think she did some Brass Plum stuff. Wait, right? hold up. Where did your mom work? Like, was she in Oregon or was she in Washington? She was in Oregon. Okay, cool. My mom was in Washington. Oh so no way! I was like, maybe if they like, that who knows? Crazy. Wouldn't that have been wild if they yeah. like knew each other? Yeah, yeah. Especially working there for so long. Totally. They might, dude. Yeah, and it's funny. My mom for a while didn't really want to go back in. She doesn't work there anymore, but she's like, I don't know if your mom still does. Um, Yo, um, no, my mom doesn't work in Russian. Yeah, 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 but my mom's like, uh, for her, it's kind of sad. She just feels like it's kind of falling off a bit. Like she, the way, I don't know the way she spins it. She, she, she really thought like it was like the place. Oh, it it is an amazing place with amazing customer service, and yeah. that's what they're known for. I think just like with the oncoming of like e-commerce, yeah, how do you compete with the internet? Yeah, that's crazy. You, you don't. You can't compete with the internet, yeah. and yeah. so like. Cause it's just like things are at people's fingertips, and it's a yeah. blessing, and it's also just like you gotta innovate. You know? <laughs> like yeah. this is the way totally things become more convenient. Um, so yeah, so keep going though. So yeah, um, so you're not a fan of career just for that main reason. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm, that's a relationship I'm trying to work on. Okay, cool. Yeah, and um, which is which has been a process. Like one thing that my one of my mentors has kind of taught me that I didn't really realize is he's like he's a firm believer that like he's like if you want to be like really like like independently like yeah. wealthy yeah he's like you need like seven or eight or nine like income like, oh i subscribe to that heavily right yeah absolutely um, that's why i want to get a house now start renting that out yeah right but houses are so expensive right and also love california so and you need like eh, like there's a lot of privilege to be able to buy a house at our oh, age right it's like, insane yeah but and down like, payments are big yeah and yeah. you know that's something i feel like is a part of the american like dream manual that's not in there the yeah. whole like, oh, you need like you need to figure out nine different ways to make money. Yeah. It's more just like get a job, work up. Like Oh, for sure. You know, and I, I like and I don't know if it's super intentional. I imagine at least in some in some aspects it is. Like that's not really something that's not like a secret that like people at, at the top, especially if you have like people that you you know, if you're one of those shitty corporations that like views your people as basically like horses. Yeah. Like you don't want them to like figure that out. Because yeah. like you want them to be like dependent on the the structure of your company, you know? Okay, like, I see you. I see um, you. So, like, I don't know. I feel like that's not a super commonly held belief. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like I don't see that plastered everywhere. Where it's like, oh yeah, you need to like fucking, you need money coming in from all these different ways. Yeah, and like you need to like, as opposed to like, oh, just have one job mm-hmm. and like you know, work your way up and yeah, it's really interesting. It is interesting. I think it's different for everyone too, of course. Um, but like, 
Yeah, I like the idea of multiple incomes. I think, though, like, obviously the responsibility goes away up, though, too, right? Yep. You have a lot more assets to manage, like... Absolutely. And things like that. I, I can only imagine what it's like owning a home. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't Jesus. know. Yeah, but it's like, uh, it's it's like a huge... It puts you at extreme advantage because you're building equity in something that'll generally appreciate, which is so sick. Right. It's literally a home, like, my favorite place. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know? <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? I love that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think it's a, yeah, great, great call. But um, I don't even remember how we got onto the house track. Uh, it's just it's just talking about different revenues. I hope and, we all have mortgages in the near future. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. I mean, there's been, there's been so much literature I've read about our generation and how, like, we're just not going to own homes at a large, like, at a, at a if you take a cross-section of, our, like, our generation, it's just, like, home owning's just not going to be reality for a lot of us. Uh, yeah, I think... And the interesting part for me is the amount of like, like, for example, a lot of people have a student debt, right? In America, like yeah. I'm paying back student debt. I'm paying back if student anyone debt. wants to donate $26,000, <laughs> uh, let me know. There um, you go. It'll go to a good cause. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, um, I learned so much and grew so much in college that it was like, at a way, I... I think the value was there. It value right. warrants the cost of it. Yeah. Like I grew so much in college and I'm not saying you need to go to college to be right. successful or to learn for that matter. Yeah. I've it's learned just like any endeavor. If it's worth, yeah. if you grow out of it, the investment's worth it. Right? Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be through college. College to me was, you don't really buy an education. You buy an experience yeah. for me and, right. and, and relationships right. that will last you a lifetime. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's like the best, networking thing you can do totally but also like you can meet really cool people in the real world too there's no like oh, right yeah. or wrong way i just loved college and college has such a special place in my heart and uh -huh. it was a cool place to grow yeah and i had the opportunity to run at the same time which is something i also used to really love what were you involved in um mainly what consumed most of my time in college was running uh -huh. yeah like i ran a lot yeah. a lot all so many runs you're on the d1 team right <laughs> yeah i was on the d1 team how many Super miles West. a week were you running um at my max i think i did like a hundred or a little over a hundred yeah. i honestly don't remember it was just a lot i remember being so i'm like much. running all the time dude yeah it's cool though running is an awesome sport because like it definitely builds like having gone through running and pushing your body to like the fullest physical capable like to the point of exhaustion, literally Absolutely. like I'm throwing up. Like Absolutely. when do you, <laughs> that's weird. It's like really masochistic almost. Is that oh, the right word? Where yeah, you like yeah. find pleasure. Yeah. Giving yourself pain. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. It's super, but it's also beautiful and it's the, it gives you the most joy when you like winning a race. Yeah. Like knowing that all this time and effort, seeing all this time and effort of training come to fruition is like yeah. one of the most special gifts totally. you can have. And so that's, and it just teaches you like, uh, it's the first time in my life I got to have a tangible like experience where doing something consistently showed real results. Yep. And it's like, whoa, I get to see like actual results from this and reflect and be like, look yeah. at how far I've come as a runner. You can like track it. Yeah. And, yeah. It gives you confidence, I think, that translates, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really beautiful. So yeah. I love the fundamentals that running has taught me. For a very long time, I thought I... W I thought my calling in life was to be a professional runner. So wow. I was just like gung ho about it, even though in reality I was extremely average. But I think it was important <laughs> to have like that mindset, right? That yeah. you can like be the best. That's awesome. Because even if running wasn't like the end goal for me, I think it's like an extremely yeah. important chapter that's yeah. going to take me through the next couple chapters. Absolutely. And that's me just trying to trying to draw meaning into life, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, you're a runner, right? Mm -hmm. um, you, what, what was your major? Were you business? I studied business. Um, yeah, so I studied business marketing. Um, yep. And then at my last year of college, I was like, yo. So I took a few accounting classes. And then I was like, I got to understand accounting. Because accounting is basically just like advanced storytelling for business using numbers. <laughs> like oh, it's, wow. Yo, straight up. Like, cause, like, what is a balance sheet or an income statement? And I wanted to know what that meant. Because it's like, they when they say it's the language of business, that's that's right. It helps you understand how business works, too. Yeah. Things like that. You have a little bit of a few finance skills. So I took a whole, my point, yeah, my point is I took a whole uh, year of accounting at the my last year because I had an extra year of running. Yeah. And I ran for the first half, but by the second half, I was like, I, I don't feel like this is my calling in life anymore. Like, I think I want to do more creative things. Yeah. So I took all that time I used to do running and put it into creative things and just building relationships and doing all the things I hadn't done before because running is such like a, like a lifestyle choice. You yeah. can't like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, do you want, yeah. Yeah, dude, right? it's, it's a like, lifestyle. It's crazy. You live. Yeah. And you can't just like, like parting's on your thing. Like you can't like yeah. be out late. Like I have to watch Diet. what I eat. Yeah. Dude, right, I yeah. have to run. Recovering is like 
almost more important than the running itself is right. the recovering. Yeah. Like, chill, dude. Relax, sleep, eat good, get that protein. Like, if you're not recovered by the next day and ready to go and up and at them, like, it's going to be hard, dude. <laughs> totally. Like, workouts are going to, like, totally. you're going to the well on workouts sometimes, yeah. even though you shouldn't be. But it's like, I don't know. You you have a desire to be good at something, too. So, yeah. anyways, long story short, took accounting. It was awesome. Advan- what did you say? Advanced storytelling for businesses with numbers yeah like it's like yeah basically it's like a lot of terms it's like a lot of uh definitions and things like that and like you have to understand what they mean and how business works and anyways it's i'm really happy about it i understand like the basics of stock and stuff like that yeah like that's cool to know i think um it also just understanding like what a business uh what constitutes a business and like what's a shareholder and all these things like that. I feel like you wouldn't know normally. I didn't take this in high school. No way. So that's why yeah. I was like, got to do it and did totally. it and it was worth it. Yeah. I suck at it though. Everyone's like, you want to be a CPA? I was like, nah, I'm not that smart, but thanks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. It's mad respect for those CPAs. That's wild. That's really interesting. So what, let's talk about back to the <laughs> C word. Talk to me. Not the not the C C oh, word. Career. Career. Oh, I said it. Whoops. <laughs> we'll bleep it out. Oh wait, sorry. No, we don't have the technology to do that. Um, I mean, I figured we could edit bing. something. <laughs> we can figure it out. Um, I just gotta quickly tell people at home. Our buddy Kyle. He's yes. like, Yo, can I sit on the podcast just today? <laughs> I know. The motherfucker's just asleep on our my bed right now. He's KO'd. He's so cute. Look at him. Yeah, he was like snoring too. Yeah. I'll just like try to paint you a picture. He's he's passed out. He's wearing his, his his hat backwards still. It's a, and he looks it, like, you know when kittens like lay in the sun? Yeah. That's what he a, looks like. Yeah, but he's like 235 pounds. So it's a big, it's like a cougar. It's a, be- yeah, it's yeah. a beautiful big kitten. It's a saber tooth <laughs> kitty. Saber tooth Kyle. He's what, we found he, his rapper name. He's got an eye watch. He has, uh, you can see on his like tricep, like the tattoo that says Psalm. I know it's epic. Yeah, you can't tell which Psalm it is. Um, from, We're just like describing Kyle yeah, passed yeah. out. Yeah. And he's, he's, his snapback hat is like a powder blue and it says Los Angeles dude, in this white cursive. He's not even strip. asleep, dude. Yeah. He's not even asleep. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, he is. Um, so let's talk about your career. Okay, hit me with it. So what the fuck are you doing? Okay, cool. What up, guys? <laughs> so my name is Dimitri. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yo, hey, yeah. So, uh, um, what do you want the walkthrough or just like right now or like what are you feeling? Let's say uh, it, it might, be, ki- it might be kind of fun to be like, what do you right now? And then just be like, how the fuck did you get that? Cool, I like that. So currently, um, I work full time for Tesla, um, and I'm, I'm in delivery, so I like, yeah, I physically like deliver the, the vehicle to the customer, yeah. Um, and but there's a lot of back end stuff you have to get, like contracts, understanding DMV stuff. What's DMV? DMV, DMV, okay. yeah, 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 DMV stuff, like, um. <clears throat> just understanding how contracts are executed. It's, it's a lot logistical, uh, planning, all of that good stuff. But, uh, yeah, that's where I'm at now. But when I'm not at Tesla, I spend a copious amount of time doing photography and videography now. Uh-huh. Uh, definitely do it more as like a side income sort yep. of thing for sure. And, and that start is more like a passion project. It did. It yep. did. Oh, as soon as I ironically to loop this all back uh, to running, when I quit running, I started spending a bunch of time, uh, doing photography and videography. And then it was over because I'd been doing it a little bit before then, but I couldn't as, invent, invest as much time. Yeah. And I started investing a lot of time. Uh, started just started small. Like I think I did my first gig was like a graduation photos thing. Yeah. And it was great. I had a great time with it. Yeah. Um, and that's it, awesome. it went really well. I had a lot of fun working with people. Um, I thought at the time I was like, nah, I wouldn't want to do this for a career. And then like I kept doing it and doing it. And I was like, whoa, no, this would kind of be kind of cool. And then I then I shot music videos and then I shot wedding videos and then yeah. I shot advertisements for startups like it was Hell yeah yeah so it was cool you know yeah yeah and then i love your uh i love your uh i forgot you did this because i did a little bit with this company what, here yeah, in slow the, the bolt about ad oh yeah on the bike about. where you're just like so smiley yeah dude i thought that was genius like thank you to me when i when i talked to those guys i was like it basically they, they, the company that that uh does like electric bike rentals they're really cool they're so fun i love them you, the people are cool too you can go like 25 miles per hour it's yeah, insane dude and it, to me like flashback it's so good i know right but to me when i saw the ad i was like and i told him i was like the best thing i've seen you guys do marketing wise is that ad wow. because because that's sweet thank you to me when i wrote it for the first time i was like this is just pure joy i feel yeah. like a fucking kid people don't understand what it feels like to ride an electric bike how do we communicate that? And Yo. I was like, this ad does with your fucking big smiley face. I was like, that's how it feels. Thanks, man. Yeah. I appreciate that. For very, actually, for like a solid amount of time there, I was really like 
uh, kind of like, I was like, you know, it'd be kind of cool is to do like marketing or branding for a startup. Yeah. I, I think it would be so fun to be yeah. like at the, at the front end of that. And I was like thinking about that, like how that would be really cool. Like that would definitely be a cool job to have. I mean, heck I would like doing that for, yeah, I'm all about it. I'm all yeah, about it. totally. Yeah. That's what I do. So as people may or may not know, <clears throat> as a, kind of like a content Content producer, copywriter for um, startup company that's becoming more of like a medium sized company. Yeah, man. Um, and I think it's fun. What I, do you like about it? I like. What tell the people what it is? I I mean I the, yeah I work now for, we're talking about our careers. Yeah, <laughs> right, just we're, kidding. we're into it. Um, yeah, the company. Well, I don't know if this is my career, but it's definitely a chapter. I'm sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to. Oh, I like, I like that. Yeah, I mean. Um, <laughs> Yeah, like a chapter, like in a book, right? Yeah, like yeah, I don't like think I want to do delivery for the rest of my life, but I do like the skills I'm acquiring yeah. at this point and at this company. Well, it's almost interesting you say that though, right? Like, and I think maybe maybe this is my, the the maybe not the frustration, but the confusion I have about career. Like, you say it's not your career, but it's something you're doing right now. Yeah. I almost feel like for me, and maybe this is just because I'm a like a fragile only child, like ENFP, like Enneagram four, like yeah. kind of like romantic idealist. Like I love it for me. <laughs> Keep it going. Yeah. Right. Just like <laughs> me too. Yeah. Yeah. Five foot nine, blonde hair, blue eye. <laughs> that like, gorgeous. Like brush my teeth once a day. Probably should do it twice a day. I don't floss. <laughs> no, <like he's>... <laughs> <laughs> um, but he still has a perfect smile. Uh, you know, um, I, I, for me, it's more comfortable to be like, I like, Career just is like this, like the structure, this like highway that you can't like, you deviate, can't, really? yeah, you can't deviate from. Cool, I feel so like, like how you said that, like, I like the idea of like, I'm never in a career. It's just like, this is what I'm doing right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. He, I feel your career does have like kind of a little negative connotation to me. Yeah. I don't know. It feels boring. Uh-huh. But like, I don't know when I think about it, but um, I don't think a career necessarily has to be. Right. Like, um, cause it, yeah, it just depends on like what you mean by career too. Right. You know? Yeah. So like. So you're delivering, you deliver cars to customers. Yeah. Deli- yeah. It's pretty cool. I'm like driving to the house. I'm like, here's your Tesla. And they're like, oh my God, thanks. <laughs> they're like so stoked. And I'm like, it can drive itself. And they're like, <laughs> and they're like, and like, they're like really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, let me show you how. And That's then we, so cool. yeah, it's a good time. It's cool. I, I do enjoy it. I feel very blessed. My team's awesome. Hell my manager's yeah. awesome. Like I do like the company a lot. Um, do you see it's, a- it's crazy though working there. It's wild. Uh, I'm oh, sure. it's absolutely wild because it's just like so moving so fast yeah. and they're extremely innovative and for- forward thinking. Like you got to be on your toes. Yeah. You definitely can't stagnate there. Do you like eat sushi with Elon? <laughs> That'd be so tight. I don't. I don't okay. eat sushi with, with Elon. That being said, I do keep having this reoccurring dream. Yeah, tell, that's right. You're telling me this. Tell me about it. I was like, I figure we should tell the people too. Yeah. Everyone needs to know about it. So I don't know what it is. Probably just high self confidence. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. But classic dimitri um but i keep having this reoccurring dream where elon is like thanking me like <laughs> just like in totally random situations like the first dream we were in like the factory right yeah and we're just walking down the factory and elon uh no i'm in the factory and elon's walking down the factory showing people the factory or something like that uh-huh. He turns to me, he's like, oh, yeah, and this is Dimitri. Dimitri's awesome. Dude, Dimitri's like one of my favorite dudes ever. And so he's like thanking <laughs> oh me God. in front of these people. Is Elon so, acting like Elon normally acts? Or well, does he kind of have his own dream Elon in dude, your brain kind dude, of persona in the dream? Excellent follow-up question, yeah. really. Um, well, I don't know the dude, so I can't really tell you. He okay. might be that way in real life. Does he look like Elon? Because you know that. Oh, he does. He looks like, physically looks like okay. Elon. That's interesting. Yeah. Is that crazy how dreams do that? Where like, I'd be like, Dimitri, I had a dream about you, but like, it wasn't you, but I knew it was you. Yeah, you, yeah, for sure. Which, no, I feel like that's just probably the I, brain, I like, think, kind yeah. of going haywire. And there's symbolism in that, I yeah, feel like, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, just keep having that dream. <laughs> One time was in a party. You, like, had his party friend. He's like, yo, it's Dimitri. And I'm like, yeah, what up? So <laughs> just high self-confidence. But I don't know. Maybe it's, I'm just grateful for the job and the learning that I'm, I'm doing, you yeah. know? It's cool. Uh, it's definitely not, like, what I want to do, like I said, the rest of my life. Definitely yeah. more focused the thing that gets me creatively excited is photography and videography. Really yeah. just like being able to storytell through a cool product or something, whether that product be like a band, I guess not really, that's an interesting way to view a, bit, a brand, a band, but kind of in a way like yeah. their music, I yeah. guess. But, but being able to invest in a brand, uh, a band or a brand yep. or anything like that creatively Absolutely. or product. I, like, I just love storytelling. Yeah. Like I love like, like Apple's like creative, content is like next level to me because it's visceral right it's like yeah. really emotional it is and i love what you said earlier today keep coming back to the things that you said yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you said like how people buy things on emotion yeah 
And I was like, that is 110% totally true. Everything we do is so motion-based. We think we're logical. I want to buy a Tesla because it it makes me feel cool. Dude, absolutely. I love my iPhone. I feel my iPhone like, I love you. And and Sherry's like, I love you too, Dimitri. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. 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 So um, that's what I do now, but I definitely want to transfer more into like photography, videography. So you you have taken all these photographs yeah because you're a big traveler right oh yeah i love traveling yeah, yeah. i love culture yep. dude I've, yep. anyone also <laughs> wants to pay me to travel and yeah. i'll take photos for you yeah yeah i definitely think you could be a like a travel blogger thank um, you that's i sweet. definitely think you could you you got the energy need for monies it. yeah <laughs> there's, there's definitely yeah you gotta be dude like one of my um <clears throat> one of my buddies, Connor, who's downstairs um, right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, <laughs> he is his like favorite, uh, like food blogger. His name is Drew Binsky. Yeah. He's awesome. And he travels and he did this awesome video about like, here's what actually my life is like. And he actually has a really awesome like girlfriend. They might be fiance now um, level, but they travel yeah. and they do. He does like the full blog and all that shit Sick. and Instagram video. He's a really awesome dude. But, um, He's been to like maybe 110 countries, but wow, yeah, yeah, he's been Envy. all over. Yeah, I know, right? Overcomes them, but he's like, he's like, on average, I work 14 hours a day. Whoa, yeah, like email, like da 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 da, like See, email subscription, the, oh, yeah. marketing, pushing everything out, like having control of your customer base, like producing content. Yeah, you are editing content. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's a, I mean, there's a give and take. You take these photographs you love to travel so that's yeah. one passion totally you love to take photographs that's Another double pa- the passion yeah that's like two birds one stone like it's just a really cool thing uh that makes you feel a certain way that you can both share yeah. i think that's invaluable in itself so i 100 percent agree yeah you feel it's about that the creating that community uh, the, the photography part of it's cool too like yeah. i love photography well, what's so re- fucking dope about the internet is that you can like build that community digitally yeah, I agree. It's amazing. It's really cool. We live in a really cool time where I can just post my art on Instagram for you all to see instantaneously, yeah. and you can approve of it and yeah. say nice things or not nice things. Right. Whatever you want. Exactly. It's powerful. Exactly. Cool tool we have. The last thing I want to ask you. Yeah, what's up? So you're 25. 25. You worked. You did social media for the Laugh Factory. It sure did. You... What you you started? Did you do sales at Tesla first, or what? Yeah, I did sales at Tesla you first, said, and then you now you deliver. Yeah, you now I deliver. Drive yeah. Model S's, Model 3's, Nailed Model it. X's, Model Y's to oh. pe- to people, to like fifty four year old white dudes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know our demographic so well. Yeah. No, it's actually it's pretty wide range, but we do get we get all t- all types of people. Totally. Yeah. So what you know? You, this is where you're at right now. You're 25. Totally. Yeah. I want you to. You're back in time, and you're 22 years old. Cool, Dimitri. Yeah. What do you tell that 22 year old kid? Great questions. And what does that 22 year old kid think about you right now? Whoa! Powerful, powerful. Actually, okay. So it's easier for me instantaneously to go to the latter question. What does I think 22 year old me is is hyped about it? Yeah. Like where he's at right now. Okay. Um, because I made a lot of progress. Right. I, I'm definitely not where I want to be yet, and I'm just a big destination person, which is like been yeah. a constant struggle throughout my life to just be like, hey, Dimitri, <laughs> enjoy the journey. <laughs> You're yeah. gonna be at the destination eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that's been a big thing I have to work on really. Uh, living in the in the present and just appreciating the process of it, because I, I I find myself underappreciating the process. Like I just always, always want to be there. I'm like, can we be there now? I want to be there, enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, like a dope music video on the it, beach, right? Exactly. Yeah. I want the finished product, yeah. but I'm I'm just really trying to appreciate that more. So, so long story short, um, yeah, past me's hyped because I'm making progress and doing things and learning a lot. I've learned so much in the last two years, and that's I think really positive. And um. If I could tell 22-year-old Dimitri anything, um, it would be, um, invest more heavily in your relationships. Oh, like, I like I that. I already felt like I was doing that, yeah. but I, but I know there were, t- it was inevitable as the time of my life where I had to focus on running, but, and I did the best I could with the time I had while running. Yeah. But, um, like... If I could have done a little bit more, it'd have been just like more investing in that relationship. Like I have lots of friends. I'm very blessed to have lots of friends, and I love love them all, and they all bring something different to the table. But like, I wish like recognizing that extreme extreme importance earlier would have been sick. 
Because I feel like I didn't like, like, of course, I appreciated my relationships, but I didn't like, I don't appreciate them at nearly at the level that I am now, you know? Awesome. I think that life is like fundamentally about that. Like, I think I'm the first couple of years of my life, I'm like, what's life about? And then I all of a sudden was like, life's about relationships, like all yeah. of a sudden. Yeah. And so I was trying to figure it out. And then when I finally like, I think that for me is like the buying point that life's about positive, productive relationships, about people. It's about loving people. Yeah. Understanding people's story. Absolutely. Like, that's just what, so hype, dude. Everyone brings something different to the table. Everybody can teach you something. I'm over here talking, and I'm about, I'm ironically about to say that like listening is the most important thing you can do. But like straight up, dude, yeah, so powerful, awesome. That I think that's really something that gets maybe gets it's not lost. Like that's not like a you're not the first person to ever say that. Of course, but of like, course, yeah. But <laughs> like, um, I think our age, there's just like, oh, invest in your career, like invest in different companies, diversify your portfolio, like make sure you're building your skills, like do what you want to do, like live where you want to live, like make sure you know how to cook, like take care of your health. Like there's all these things to do. And there's almost like, there, I feel like there's either this zero hundred where it's like life is only relationships or there's the other one that I just went on. But like you can find, you can find, you can be actively trying to find a balance. I don't yeah. think you'll find it, but yeah. you can be you can be actively. So I like that a lot, man. Yeah, that's that's totally on the money. That's totally on the money. Hell yeah! Oh shoot, we better call call it quits. Yeah, yeah, we'll be good. Um, oh, cool, we're chilling. Yeah, we're good. Uh, Sorry, I saw uh, something pop up on the Mac screen. I was like, shoot, that's scary. Man. That's scary. <laughs> I was like, bye, last hour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. later. Which we'll see. Dude, who knows? Yeah. I think it looks good. It says something to do with iCloud. Classic. We yeah. love you, iCloud. Classic. Um, cool, man. Check out his uh, his uh, normal Instagram. See his cinematography. And if you... You sweet soul. If you want to get a Tesla and you buy it <laughs> in Southern California... I might be able to deliver it Dimitri to you. might be the guy who just rolls up and uh, teaches you how to fly that spaceship. Dude, you let a dude know. I'll do it for you. Perfect. Full self-driving. Hey, Dimitri. I love you. It's been it's been amazing. It was an honor. And uh, thanks for taking my podcast virginity. Totally, the sun shines out finally. Dude, straight up. And Kyle's still sleeping. We're all gonna cuddle now. (laughs) Dude, he's more passed out than he was. Hey everyone, it's Austin here. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening and for your support during this inaugural season of Hindsight 20 Something, the podcast. The response, help, and love we've gotten since this became an idea in August of 2018 has just blown me away. You all really fucking rule. Make sure to head on over to hindsight20something.squarespace.com to read featured stories by 20-somethings, buy the book, and check out more about the project in general. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and remember, it might not be okay right now, but that's okay. Your quarter-life breakthrough is right around the corner, we think.